cliffcentral.com. All right, it's time to find out what is happening in Beyond the Scoreboard. <laughs> Some people are loving this. Beyond the Scoreboard with Ben Karpinski. It's powered by Superbets. What do we have ahead of us this weekend? Ben, over to you. Well, guys, there's lots of crickets. And when I say there's lots of cricket, it's like, I don't know what kind of cricket you like, but whatever it is, it's on. It's really, really on. So obviously, SA20 has been a big deal. And it continues to be so. The Durban Super Giants are just, they're the best. The Sunrisers Eastern Cape, also pretty good. Paul Royal's great. I think the most important thing to look out for is this battle for the last and final sort of playoff spot. So we've got MI Cape Town, who had a huge win last night against Pretoria Capitals. Um, I think, yeah, uh, it was just an absolute slugfest. 248 for four they got in their 20 overs at Centurion. I know Centurion's a ground with lots of runs, but still, 248 for four for 20 overs, that's huge. So you've got them, and then you've got Joburg Super Kings. have been mostly shite this whole um, tournament so far, unfortunately. They've either just been absolutely whittled out or there's been rain. But somehow these two teams could just get that fourth spot, which will be a huge leap for them. So it doesn't look so good for Joburg Super Kings, though, because as I said, in my, in my Cape Town, big win yesterday. And now Joburg Super Kings have to play against the Durban Super Giants, which is obviously the best team. Ah, I don't see it happening. Hey, that's going to be the next match. And then in my, in my Cape Town are playing Pretoria Capitals again on Saturday. So I think you're going to win that one. So... That's how the four teams will okay. kind of go for it. What I would like to push on more is that there's test match cricket happening this weekend. So currently, India are 32 for zero against England in the second test. Of course, they spectacularly lost the first test against England. Yeah, they absolutely bottled it, which is quite something. And obviously, when you play in India, very tough conditions. It's hot and sweaty bollocks all day. Plus, the pitch is going to be turning. It's just not easy. But England, to their credit, they, they won that first test. So that's something to look forward to. And then South Africa are playing a test match against New Zealand with Oaks that you probably have no idea who they are. And there's eight. No, I won't. There's eight. Eight Oaks have not even played. Like there's there's no caps, as in you haven't played for this team yet. That's what the squad took over there because everyone's playing SA20. And a lot of people will say, well, this is just a sham. You know, it's disrespectful. It's his cricket and all these kind of things. I think it's one of those great sporting moments where these Oaks are going over there. This game will start Sunday morning, South African time. There's zero expectation mm -hmm. on them, right? How cool to be able to go over there, be a professional sports person with zero expectation. Okay, you're in New Zealand. It's going to be cold. There's going to be no one watching you. It's not that great. But how cool. So no matter what you do, you can only win. So there's a guy called Brandt who is the he's the the captain. I also didn't know about him until the selection. But then again, I'm not the biggest cricket fan that goes down into this. I'm sure he's got great pedigree. I'm sure he's there for a good reason. So that'll be Sunday morning. Brandt. The unknown Proteas versus the kind of well seasoned and pretty battle hardened or um, black caps. That's what they call themselves. And then closer to home, obviously, there's been the Under-19 Cricket World Cup that's been happening. I mean, what an incredible thing for this country, right? So Sri Lanka had it, but then Sri Lanka have got their own sort of turmoils that even go worse than ours, so it got taken away from them. And now all these kids basically come to play World Cup cricket. I mean, even East London had an entire pool. Like, there was four teams playing in East London. There was people staying in hotels in East London, not just me this week. Sure. It was really quite something. So the ICC Under-19 World Cup is currently in the Super Sixes stage, and the young Proteus kids are doing pretty well. They're in a pool with Australia, West Indies, Sri Lanka, England, and Zimbabwe. The top two teams from both Super Sixes pools go through and play a semi. So there's all those games to look forward to as well. But we must get into rugby because it is the Six Nations. Now, Simpiwe, do you know what the Six Nations is? No. 
it is a battle to find out who the third best team in the world is. Because it's all the European teams. So we've got France, Ireland, Scotland, Italy, Wales. uh, There's six of them. And um, unfortunately, (laughs) last year, these oaks all thought they were going to go to the World Cup and be like absolute top dog. Okay, Mm -hmm. Ireland had won the Six Nations last year. They were the best ranked team in the world. France... They didn't win the Six Nations, obviously, because Ireland did. You're going to get one winner in sport. But both of those teams went through from the Six Nations thinking this is it. Yes. England have been quite shite in the Six Nations recently. I think in the last, since 2020, the only teams they've beaten are like the no-hopers. Like oh. Italy, a bit of Wales here and there. But the interesting thing about this is that Ireland don't have Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton has been the mainstay of that Irish team. All the success has been built around him. France do not have Anton Dupont because he wants to be an Olympian. So this year he's only going to play sevens, which is quite a ballsy call. And then England don't have Owen Farrell, who's their captain. He's their fly-off. He's the most experienced guy in the back line. So there's like the three biggest teams don't have their three biggest playmakers. So it's also the new cycle of a new World Cup four-year cycle. Sorry, start of a new World Cup cycle. And uh, all these teams are going to be rather fresh-faced and experimental particularly Wales, who've mostly got just young Oaks, but they've got Gatlin back, who's a really good coach. Italy, they'll have the best tattoos, um, and I think it'll kind of end there. And then Scotland have got Finn Russell as their captain. He's that really kind of charismatic playmaking fluff, so he's captain. So we've got all these new things coming into this, but ultimately you're still going to think France and Ireland are going to be your favorites. So that game actually happens tonight. So really, right off the bat, 10 o'clock, France versus Ireland. Both of them still probably still having a sulk after the World Cup exits from the All Blacks and South Africans. But that is the game of the weekend, Friday tonight, 10 o'clock. Then tomorrow we've got Italy versus England. So look for England to win that one. Because as I told you, Italy probably got good tattoos and that's about it. And then 6.45, Wales versus Scotland. So if you are looking to have some a little bit of play on Super Bets this weekend, as I say, the multipliers are pretty fun there. France, Ireland, France are notoriously slow starters, and I think Ireland are quite well organized. So go with them there. England over Italy, and I would say, sure, Wales versus Scotland. You've got to have to think that Scotland are going to go with that. So I, I see the favorites happening there. But it's going to be very, very interesting. In the football, of course, it is AFCON. It is the yes. quarterfinals. Can I tell you? Mm-hmm. I was not interested in FCON. And then Bafana won. Yeah. Well, nobody was. Simply. We don't try to act like you were the, the outlier to this. <laughs> None of us. None I of mean, us this is a big this is a, And we see when there's a big about face. I mean, we don't we don't give a shit about Bafana because we just expect the worst. And then what do they do? They actually go and win a couple of matches. And now suddenly the whole of South Africa is like, yeah, we were always behind you. So Simpiwe is at least being honest. Everybody else is lying. All these people who say to you, oh, no, we've been supporters from the start. Liars. They're absolute liars. And you know, their first game, they lost to Mali 2-0. Yes. So you thought, okay, well, it's... It's done for them. It's... Day, day, right, day I say right. News. I, don't, <laughs> I say right. I don't remember because guess what? I wasn't watching. And nobody, and it was like, okay, well, same again, whatever. And then... This is what happens, guys. You've just got to be a winner in life. Don't expect anyone, anything else in life. To, like Nobody will care about you unless you've won. Yes. No. We've seen it now with Rickus as well. Everyone is a UFC MMA fan. Everybody. Even when he was yeah. really good and we were still talking about him here, people were like, oh, I don't care. It's like stupid sport. Now that Oak's got a belt, everybody wants to be around him, right? Everybody. Mm-hmm. The Springboks. They went through a stage where they were seventh in the world. And yeah. no one really actually cared mm-hmm. about them. World Cup finalists, World Cup winners, best Oaks in the world. So just be winners, guys. And I just, I, I really hope that, that Bafana can go through here. So to go through the, the quarterfinals, we've got Nigeria versus Angola at seven. That's tonight. 
We've got the DR Congo. Mm -hmm. That's the Democratic Republic of Congo, not trained doctors. They'll be taking on Guinea at 10 o'clock tonight. And then Saturday, we've got Ivory Coast versus Mali at 7. And then Cape Verde versus South Africa at 10 o'clock on Saturday. So we've got late games. But, I mean, I think it's going to be absolutely worth it. Cape Verde, of course, is a small island, is it not, Gareth? Yes, that's correct. Tiny so, little island. Tiny little island. But these oaks are, don't be fooled by the fact that they're just a piece of land off okay. a continent. They're very, very good. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is hugely exciting because you don't expect them again to kind of go through from here. But they've got some momentum. And it'd be really cool if these guys could be a part of what makes South Africans great. Yes. Celebrations, right? Mm. We're all lovely people if you're a winner. So be winners, guys. You yes. get to understand just how great this country really is. Everyone loves you. Two questions. Yes. Right. Should we continue not to watch them? Because it seems like when no one watches, they do great. You know? <laughs> like just just you know, I, I want the best for them. And two How, However do, you deal with the trauma <laughs> slash expectation, um, go for it. Two, do do they have a shot? Like do do you think they could win this match? Absolutely. I think if you look at their games, you know, they played against Angola, sorry, not Namibia, and they won 4-0. And you're thinking like, you know, are Namibia really crap or do they play really well? Mm -hmm. But then they were quite gutsy against a very boring and sort of nothing really offered Tunisia team, mm. you know. And Morocco, if you look at how they've, okay, obviously not their best tournament. Yeah. They were really good in the World Cup and I think they've come down a bit since then. But I think there's a lot mm. more structure to this team. And now... The thing with, with Bafana and most of these teams all comes back to belief. And I'm not mm. saying that try to sound simplistic, is that all of these Oaks play professional sport. They've all got attributes. Mm -hmm. The coach can galvanize those aspects to a certain degree. But if these guys don't get in that field and believe they can do it, then they're never going to do it. You can be so incredibly talented. They've got a few key playmakers that I think are pretty solid. Um, but now there's this belief, right? And I think it also comes back to the fact that it's good to be a winner and it's really been proven. Like I just said, those two examples I use around Trickus and the Springboks, people will look around and go, fuck, it must be so cool to be those oaks, huh? Everybody loves them. Everybody. Mm -hmm. And there's so, everyone talks about them. And I think this is their moment to get some of that. And if okay. it isn't, then these oaks need their heads red or they're just a bunch of losers. But I don't think they are. So, yeah, I think we'd be quietly confident. Cape Verde, they weren't in the quarters last year either. It's funny, like none of these teams were in the quarters last year. Mm. There, there was eight complete other teams in the quarters of last year of AFCON. So it's wide open. And again, play some multipliers on these things on this weekend. You're going to have a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, so there's a special promotion going on, AFCON in full swing. So are the prizes. Uh, you could stand to win a fantastic reward like a Sony PS5 a Samsung Galaxy S20 or a Gizu power station for your load shedding blues. Very so useful. if you want to win any of those, place a minimum, of course it is, it's like the most in-demand thing, right? Mm. Simply place a minimum bet of only 30 Rand on any AFCON market and you could be the lucky winner of one of these incredible prizes. Get to betwith.superbets.co.za forward slash AFCON. 2023 for more info and the t's and c's you could just find the link if you don't want to like write that down because you're driving a car or something you can find it on cliffcentral.com or on Superbets from their social media Superbets supports responsible gambling strictly now under 18s winners know when to stop the south african responsible gambling foundation's toll-free counseling hotline is 0800-006-008 so go along stand a chance of winning all those amazing prizes over and above any money you could win with super bets. And when Gareth cool, huh? and when Gareth says Afcon markets, of course you can bet on Bafana to win. 
You can bet on the outcomes of all the things together as a multiplier. You can bet on goals scored. There's a variety of things you can do there. We must quickly wrap it up with the English Premier League, which is back. Ooh. Took a bit of a break. There was mm. games. There was games this week. Oaks Didn't pulling Chelsea lose? Double shifts. Okay. <laughs> she, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get excited about the last thing here. And you're like, yeah, that, like, did he win? Did he lose? I can tell you this much, the viewer. Okay. If you want to get a recap of where the log is right now, okay. Chelsea are not in the top five. Uh, okay. So let's just go with them losing, you know, intermittently. Okay. Liverpool are the best. They got fifty-one right now. Man City got a game in hand, and they are five points behind at forty-six. Then we got Arsenal also on forty-six, and then Aston Villa and Spurs on forty-three. So that's where the top of the who's who are currently okay. right now, not Chelsea. Uh, to yeah. that, um, tomorrow, Everton will be playing Spurs at uh, two thirty. Newcastle versus Luton, who've been quite problematic to teams of late, I must say, of Luton. That'll be at five. And then Sheffield United will take on Aston Villa, who also need to try to get back to winning ways. That's at 7.30. And then Sunday, we've got some biggies. Man United versus West Ham at four. Chelsea versus the Wolves at four. Arsenal versus Liverpool at 6.30. All Arsenal fans are hugely, hugely nervous about that, of course, but they do have a home game. And then Monday, we'll see Brentford versus Man City at 10 o'clock. So you have an absolute plethora of football to get through. The Six Nations is going to be damn Fantastic. exciting. And all that cricket, all of it. Ooh. It's like never ending. That's your weekend of sport. Well, I mean, there are a couple of people who are piling on with Bafana instead of uh, Sanella says here, I still haven't watched any of the Bafana matches. I'll only start building up interest in them if they actually win the title. And if they lose one match, I'm going to say I told you all that they're losers. So people's standards are high. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. When it comes to the world of sports right now, Sata is here and Bafana is right yeah. here. So they need to they need to prove themselves. They really yeah. do. But I, I think that, I think they also know so this. Right. I think they it also know so this. Right. It's like people, people just hate a loser and they just love a winner. That's all there is to That's it. That's it. That's it. Look, the thing is, none of us gave birth to Bafana either, so we don't have to be nice to it. <laughs> But we'll support them if right. they win. And this is what it comes down to. That's not me being like, oh, well, I'm so perfect. You must be like me. No, no, no. Sport is, the rules are mm. quite simple. People <laughs> care about winners. Yes. I will have to yeah. say, I saw some right. of the social media tweets by, I think the Bafana Bafana social media manager. They got deleted afterwards. Uh, they were tweeting things after they won their match uh, against Morocco. They never believed in us. Uh, their apologies need to be as loud as they hate. Like they were... Really shocked that they won this match. <laughs> but the thing is, if people say that, then they, they must they must grow up. Like really, guys, because like, you know you want to be proud of and proud for them. And it's like, guys, you're getting excited by getting a quarterfinal. You should be the eighth best team in right. Africa. You should be. Cliffcentral.com.